You are now listening to Tough Gages Podcast. Welcome back to the Talk Your Jits podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about jujitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith, and today's guest is a blue belt who trains at Tom Maselli Academy located in Santa Ana, California. Ladies and gentlemen, Sebastian Chang. Hi. <laughs> What's up, man? Thanks for having me on. Oh, man, not a problem. The pleasure is all mine, man. How's it going today? It's going great. Another beautiful day. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. First, you know, first and foremost, man, I'd like to extend my thanks. I appreciate you doing the show uh, with me today, man. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. I really appreciate uh, you inviting me on. It's really a pleasure to talk about jujitsu. Man, well, let's get the ball rolling, man. Without further ado, if you want to formally introduce yourself again, by all means, and let's hear your jujitsu journey. My name is Sebastian Chang. I'm a blue belt. I train at the Tomaselli Academy in Santa Ana, California. I started training in probably 20, I don't know, 15 or something like Mm -hmm. right around there. Um, And then I stopped in between like late 2016 to 2018 because I moved away. And uh, when I came back, I started up again and I've been doing it ever since I took a break during COVID for about a year or two. So I stopped in 2020 and I think I started training again like a year or so after that. So it's probably been one three like i don't know five or six years of training i guess okay non-consecutive all right right so um was this your only school that you trained at i believe so yeah this is although i've rolled in other gyms before Hmm. okay good 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 so um so do you so what is it was it about jujitsu that 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 drew you to it well, um, actually, a son of my grandmaster started taking piano lessons from me. And as we were talking, I realized that his dad was an eighth degree coral belt in jujitsu. And I knew, you know, a thing or two about this. Um, so I decided to, I asked, like, where, where's this gym? Where this man, where, where your dad teaches, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I got into it, really. That's kind of a, a I turn of events to meet sure somebody is. like that. Yeah, so, sure who, so who's the who's the grandmaster? Oh, Joe Marrera. Oh, so you're fat. Oh, yeah, you are family. Oh, yeah, yeah. you're Joe Marrera Black Belt. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought I was like, wait a minute. I was like, man, there's not many, not many core belts. I was like, man, that's oh, the guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Master Joe, Master Joe Marrera. That's my guy, man. Love him, love In him. Between, death. Um, like 2015 to 2016, um, like Joe was at that gym, you know? So I got like every Monday and Wednesday, he taught there. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was a, it's good for a white belt. It was a, it was a hell of an experience, wasn't it? <laughs> I opening, I opening experiences. So, okay. So I got to ask you this now. So how long did it take you to understand Joe? Like the way what he talked. On what level? No, just oh. like being able to like really comprehend what he's saying. Oh, I don't know if I get everything still, man. <laughs> I probably miss out not only on that level, but also on a conceptual level. It's like a, you know what I mean? Like I got to grab everything I can whenever this guy is teaching, you know? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, cause, yeah, you're still kind of early into it. Um, mm-hmm. 
I think yeah. I think one of those things about about Joe uh, about Master Joe is uh, you know like he he taught himself English. We talk about this a lot, and my my instructor uh, Zachary Holston, um, nice. first time he introduced, he was like you know Master Joe is my instructor, blah, blah blah. He's like just let you know he taught himself English, so you have to kind of just like read in between what he's saying. Right. Yeah. Just so yeah. It. So the first. Yeah. So the first time we, um, you know, first time I met him, thick, thick, thick accent. Oh, yeah. And we're, we're like, every time he talks, we're like, what is he, what is he saying? What is he saying? But like now, man, I can hold a full blown conversation with this man. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I don't know this man. It really does. You like, say what? You know, this, this guy, the way he teaches, it's like he's trying to convey to us like what he sees and mm-hmm. which is like not. I'm a teacher too, right? So mm-hmm. know, it's hard to convey, you know what I mean? Because like what he sees is not necessarily what he's conveying to us. Like he's trying to talk to us in a way that we can understand the concepts that he's bringing forth, which are part of obviously like a larger superstructure of uh, mm-hmm. strategies. So man, it's mind blowing as I was saying for a white belt, just to be listening to all these words and all these concepts. Yeah. Cause that's when I first met him. Like I was a, I was a uh, two stripe. Yeah, I was a two stripe white belt. Nice. And that's when my instructor got his black belt, and he you know he came out. Uh, you know, did the belt ceremony, uh, did privates, and did a lesson, and we're like, just mind blown, dude. Just mind blown. And to this day, I think. Oh no, I didn't see him when I was a brown belt. I think the last time, was I. Was I brown? I gotta, I gotta remember. But like to this day, man, every time I see him while he teaches, it's still stuff that he does. It just blows my mind completely. Like, dude, how are you this age and you're still doing some of this like crazy, amazing stuff, man? So, yeah, it's like anybody that gets a chance to learn under him is like, man, just soak it all up. Try and get Yeah, absolutely. Well, I was say try to try to soak up everything. Try you can. to everything possible. You know, that's my strategy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. A very open mind, you know, because it checks out. Tried it out, you know. Okay. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. That that smash gritty, gritty jujitsu, man. That's that's all I've been learning. And that's all I just I just love it. Just love it so yeah. much. Yeah, it's a tough game for me to implement, you know, because I'm a smaller guy. So I really mm-hmm. have to keep everything very aligned with all of these principles that Joe always talks about. The moment I deviate, it's like it's not going well for me, man. You know, yeah, yeah. Because that was gonna, that was gonna be my next question. Because I noticed you like you know you're you know you're a smaller guy, so yeah. you know Tomaselli, you know he's not a small guy either. Oh, these so. guys are all big, man. You're big <laughs> too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so I was like, so how how has that been trying to adjust to this like this system and this style, which was you know being um, your size? If I'm on the bottom, which does happen then I try mm-hmm. to use my legs more and not so much my hands because uh, my mm-hmm. legs are bigger than my hands. So I mean, if I can use them in conjunction, sometimes I can like figure something interesting out, you know, pick out a little situation that I might be able to take advantage of um, so that I can start to get into the top position instead of being on the bottom position. Um, oh, yeah. If I'm in the top position, I'm just like I'm keeping everything. I try to use my toes now more when I'm pressing mm-hmm. into the different fulcrums of my opponent's body. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to work on tonight. I'm going to work on using my toes from the top position if I can get there. Yeah. That's that's one thing about this style, man. It's like when you're 
when you're on bottom, you have to make sure they stay there. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like, oh God, dude, just even like I said, I've been training this this style for my whole entire jujitsu career, and, I, and it still sucks. It still oh, sucks being stuck on bottom. <laughs> it does. Yeah, sure does. It's a funny feeling, you know, getting bent in weird shapes, not being able to implement your game, you know, because there's no space to. Mm. Yeah. But, I mean, the plus side is like if I go up against others who are not like necessarily keeping their knees tight, then I'm just my lower body's flying all around, you know, trying to do interesting things. It's like big opportunities for me, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I think that's that's the fun, that's the, the, like the fun I've been having um with our style versus a lot of other schools. The you know, the few times I did get a lot um chance to roll with other people. Yeah. And you know, we 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 live in that space. You know, we live in that 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 space you give us to move. And like you said, it's like they're moving outside. We're just like keeping curling the ball and like everything just tight and just like, man, how are you able to get your legs back in? I'm like, I'm just using that space you're giving me. They gave it to us. It literally right. Yeah. And Joe says that, right? He's like, oh, thank you so much, right? Yeah, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. It's so funny, man. Like, um, you know, the, the stuff that my instructor adapted from him and we, you know, adapted from our structure and our, our instructor, We, yeah. I find myself doing that, man. Like, I'll be rolling with somebody and they'll move us a certain way. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Get your legs back in. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah, man. So, um, so I know you like you're just re- like you know really getting back out there. But do you um do you compete or plan to do any competing? No, I've only competed once at White Belt, and that was a thoroughly exhausting experience. Threw up a couple times in my mouth after it was over. So, oh, God. blue belt, you know. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna train. I train twice a week. That's been my schedule for a long time. Whenever I'm going, mm-hmm. and so that's the progression that I'm going at is a twice a week progression. Which is not, which is not bad. Which is not bad. Better than nothing. Better, yeah, it's better than nothing. But I mean, that's recommended. Like at least if you can get you know consistent two days a week, man, you're you're golden. Yeah, you're making some kind of progress, some kind of way. And, yeah. and heal if I get like you know hurt. <laughs> On the five. But it's days. so hard. To, it's so hard to stay off the mats, man. Even so even hard hurting. Hard. Yeah, I know. I know. You can keep going for a while, actually. There's a lot of stuff. A lot mm-hmm. of stuff to do. I know what yeah. you mean. Like I, you know, I'm I'm planning on competing in January. So, you know, I've been trying to get back into the gym. Yeah. And, you know, train a lot more. And, you know, that it's all that it's always that first week is just it's so rough. How many so rough days on the body? Go like in a four uh let's say like a six week training camp. Um, kind of right now, it's kind of like what about five days a week now? That's, good. That's really good, like yeah. two to four hours a day, give or take. Yeah, because right now, we um, me and another black belt, we out opened up a school, so we're like there, yeah. and I got another spot that I'm teaching at too. So it's like, oh, yeah, Tuesday awesome. through Friday, uh, no, Tuesday through uh, Saturday is just all jiu jitsu. Wow, that's awesome! So, the real yeah, life, it's it yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun, but you know, we're we're like in that that building phase, so we're like, you know, we're just you know, uh, fresh students, 
So yeah. it's not like I'm training, training, but it's more like I'm teaching than, you know, that's actually training time. Mean, yeah. Like there's a break fall, you know, like Aikido roll. Yeah, wow. getting back to the basics, man. That's what I've been, I've been enjoying a lot. Just getting back to the simple stuff. Love <laughs> I love it because it's hard for me to retain anything else, to be totally honest, you know? But yeah, that's what works though, man. Get to mount. It does yeah, work. That's, Work. That's what works. The the basics, like I, you know, I I I drill that a lot. I'm like, hey, look, if you don't know your basics, you don't know jujitsu. That's true. Everything else is just is going to come from that core that you're that you work on every single day. Your snakes, your rules and principles, work those every single day. You'll be fine. Right. Yeah. It, it has right. worked for me in live rolling. Mm-hmm. So how was it? You know, you, you said you you trained and you had to take a break. So how was it when you first was it like when you got back on the mats? Oh, I was like, um, like marginally better than when I had started. Like when I had not trained jujitsu ever, but mm-hmm. certainly worse than when I had left. And it took me probably like another six months to a year to get back up to like an acceptable level of jujitsu. You know, <laughs> once again, I'm going twice twice a week so it's like that slow steady climb back onto the mats uh, right now right now i'm just i'm really i have to make my jujitsu smoother i feel i think i'm using mm-hmm. a bit too much muscle so i have to change once again the way i think about everything and then and then maybe i'll make a little more progress so i'm excited about that oh yeah yeah it's like when you even like if you take like a week off of, of training it feels like a month yeah, yeah, you get worse. It's 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 so it's so weird. That is the weirdest thing in the world. Like I've been training this whole entire month, and I just decided to say, like, you know what? I'm just gonna take two days off, two classes off. And you come back that following week is like, oh my god, dude! I don't feel like I know anything. I know. <laughs> I know. Like everybody else got better in those two days that you were away too. You know, I, they were it's, it's wild, man. It's it's so wild. But I was just about to ask you, like, what's have been your you know, your biggest struggle so far with, you know, when it comes to your training, but you say like, you know, trying to be more fluent, trying to use less strength in, you know, your roles and your techniques. And dude, that's one of the hardest things to kind of like overcome. Cause even now I still sometimes struggle with that where I'm like, I'll be rolling and I'll be trying to like, you know, just be a lot more you know, technical with my roles, but sometimes my mind just goes somewhere else. And it's like, dude, I'm just strength and trying to strength everything. I'm like, no, nah, man, that's not, that's not how this works it's no more. Right, right. It works. It does work, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it works. I've done it and I've had it done to me mostly, you know what I mean? Um, and that's what I struggle with on the bond position, you know, that's one thing for sure. Um, if someone is substantially bigger than me and they're like, I don't know, on Bomba or something, like, I'm not going to have a good day, you know? Um, mm-hmm. That's because some at certain points, I zig when I should have zagged, you know? And that's just the way the programming is right now. And then I end up in bad situations, which I usually manage to get out of, unbelievably. But um, still, it's not good to get there, right? It's mm-hmm. like um, Kurt, uh, the guy up in San Fran. Like, if you ended up in this situation, you fucked up a long time ago, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, so what's been your like? How did I get here? Moments so far in training. Oh my gosh! Like when I've gotten hurt and then I'm like at home, you know, like I shower and I'm like, 
like Jesus, you know, like I have to perform a concert tomorrow on the piano. Oh. Or something. You know what I mean? Like, all right, here we go. You know, like those are the mats moments, you know, like, cause I'm a, I'm a pianist, you know, like that's my work. I'm a musician. Yeah. I, I saw it on your, I saw it on your, on the face, on your Facebook page. And it's like, I had another guest um, that, that plays guitar and whatnot. And I, I think about, you know, like that type of stuff It's like, man, the risk you put in your hands in a risk it's a big risk it's yeah, a big sure. risk like yeah. you know I, I do art and you know that's a risk in itself but it's like playing an instrument is a whole nother ball game yeah so i don't try to use grips too like i don't try to depend on grips too much um mm -hmm. if someone's like yanking their the cloth out of my finger i just like let it go you know and usually that gives me an angle i shrimp out and then like they give themselves they give me some kind of opening um mm -hmm. But like, also like, if I'm in top position, I always put like all of my fingers flat on the floor. Like, I prefer to do that because the ground's not mm -hmm. moving. You know, then I can kind right. of do the jail, the jail cell thing, and block people off uh, systematically. You know, knees tight, um, arms are planted, and, and then I kind of work that game like that. And that sort of keeps my fingers less. It's not like I'm playing like you know spider guard or whatever, right? Like I'm not touching those guards. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I play every conventional guard basically that doesn't so I can use my legs as much as possible. So like I also tend toward submissions that use the legs uh, instead of like using my hands like uh, like I like a triangle or like if I can pull off an omoplata, I much prefer that because I only have to grab their sleeve and then maybe their belt when I'm like in the finishing position, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah. Because that's rough, man. It's like. Like I said, like if you, and it always seems like it happens at the worst time. Absolutely. Like injuries. Oh, yeah. Always the worst Unexpected. times. Yeah. Very, very. Like I had a, um, this is like, um, right before my, right before my brown belt test. Like, um, my instructor was like, you know, your test coming up that, that week before, no hard rolling. Oof. Easy up, ease up on the training. Cause we don't, you know, whatever. So I'm like, okay, fine. So I, 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 I was playing nice the whole week, playing nice. It wasn't hard rolling and none of that stuff. The night before, I was like, okay, let me make sure I got my 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 bag ready. I go out to the car and I step wrong. Oh. And like landed awkwardly on my ankle. Yeah. And I'm just sitting like I'm like almost under the car the way I fell, and I'm just sitting here looking like I feel the tingle in my ankle, but I like I don't want to look down. <laughs> I'm like I don't want to look down. I'm just like I think I sat there for like 10, 15 minutes. I was like I don't want to look. I don't feel. I'm like it's tingling, but I don't feel pain. I'm like I think it's broken. I think it's oh, broken. No, I was like, dude. But but no, it it wasn't. It was just it's just it hurt it like a like a fish, but. It was nothing broken. I was like, I was Three able to wiggle my toes, right. and I stood up. I was like, okay. I was like, I was like, I gotta play this off because I know if I walk back in this house, my wife gonna kill me. <laughs> so I'm like slowly walking. <laughs> How the test? I was just like, this is day after. I, went, I mean, it went well. It went well. I was able to just you know wrap it good. Um, yeah, yeah, like iced good. it and wrapped it good, but I was just like, oh my goodness, dude. This perfect is timing. That's the perfect best. Perfect timing. Right. Every time, like right before a fight, right before a tournament, right before your test. Just 
And, and, and the, the crazy part was, it's not, it's not like I, I park in a different spot. I park in the same spot every single day. Just yeah. for some odd days, whatever reason, this was a day I almost slipped under the car. And you want to give yourself a my challenge. Ankle. This brown belt sounds going to be too easy for you if you were healthy. Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> they knew that you were going to ace it too hard if you were completely uninjured. So, Nah, like man. I, if it was Honestly, if it was broken, I, started, I probably would still try to do it. Dang, man. You know? Yeah, I'm hobbling around trying to do takedowns and stuff like that. <laughs> Dude, that's that's how much I love the sport, man. Like I can't yeah, stay away. Yeah, I can't stay sport, away. Yeah. Well, it's not really just a sport, you know. It's also it can be applied for self defense, so it has real yes. world applications. And mm-hmm. also, it's kind of a lifestyle, you know. I, we're kind of touching upon that by if take even me going twice a week. It's like, you know, I've been doing this for a while, and I'll keep getting better, you know. But it's not as fast as if I train like four times a week, you know. Right. So, yeah, one of my things is like that I got to get better at. I think in my life is just time management. You know what I mean? And like that might enable me to do it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not just a sport, man. Like there's a lot more. It's a lot more. Like it also creates a community, like a really tight knit community. Which I'm sure you being at starting your own gym and like being at a, an old gym and like Joe ties us together. There's a lineage. You know, there's mm-hmm. a whole thing that's happening here, and it's really cool, man. This is like a yeah. kind of knowledge that is not uh, academic. You know, and I work in academia, so I know what academic knowledge is, and I have to espouse mm-hmm. it on my own field of my choosing. Uh, but this is like very practical, very practical knowledge. You know, like jujitsu is not like, oh yeah, let's um, all right, step one, step two. It's like no, like you gotta things have to happen immediately, like for a dancer or something, or like I don't know, like an improvisatory artist, like a jazz artist or something, or like a boxer. You know, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very, it's very, it's very unique in that way because, um, like, the people that I've met on, you know, doing just, you know, just doing a podcast alone has been amazing. Like, nice. you know, talking to people all across the world, and you know, just and like we don't know each other, but now it's like, oh yeah, you're part of the family. You're, you know, one of Joe's guys, and now we're brothers and everything else. I like so that. I like that. Yeah. Where's your gym? Where you where you living? <clears throat> training. Um, I'm in Detroit, Michigan. Heck yeah, Detroit. Yep. So we got a place. Uh, we're we're um, we partnered up with this uh this guy. Uh, it's it's called Boombox. He's uh he does like kickboxing and other type of martial arts. So, uh, we ran into him. Um, and I was like, hey, we know our gym is unfortunately closing. We need a new spot. And he's like, man, that's perfect timing because I was just getting rid of my grappling classes. Uh, yeah, my glass wrapping classes, so I can take those spots. And then we've been there since uh, we've been there about two months now. Awesome, so, congratulations, dude! That's yeah. so awesome. That's thank a you, dream thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, yeah, having your and own. And then, the, um, then the other spot I'm at where I'm personally teaching, uh, it's called the Marshall Yard. They're kind of like a um, mm, almost kind of like a UFC center type deal, they got like boxing, MMA, kickboxing. Yeah. And wrestling, and now jujitsu. So, I was lucky enough to meet one of the uh, one of the owners, and he kind of was like, "Hey, you know, if you want to teach here, you can." So, awesome. Yeah, man. Slowly building two programs is 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 a Very lot. Of, is a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine. It's okay. It's, it's like, like it's like a new. It's like a new. It's like a baby, man. It's like yeah, two yeah. newborn babies. You got to take care of. You got to try to nurture. You got to try to get it. You know, get ready for the world. And it's just like yeah. and being a jujitsu no more. I mean, being a jujitsu coach, I think, is especially tough. 
because of the um of the immediacy of the teaching also like the 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 inherent danger of the teaching method and like of the application of it and the testing of it through rolling um yeah. also like just like the openness with which like jujitsu member community members like communicate with one another like brings up you know you know you got to deal with everything you know what i mean like being a jujitsu yeah coach. and that's a lot of that's a lot of things that people don't really like either realize or talk about right being yeah. an instructor and it's like okay not only do you have to worry about the welfare being of your students you know you have to make sure that they're you're teaching this properly you have to make sure that they understand it properly you have to make sure that you are competent enough to actually teach this stuff the right way right so yeah. it's just like you know lesson plans and trying to you know do all this stuff it's like oh my god dude <laughs> work. it's a lot of work a lot of work because like me and my um you know my the other guy who got uh his black belt brian we we both teach at um uh, well the school that we were teaching at is called boombox but our school is called agogi Okay. And um, we'll be like, hey, so uh, what you teaching Saturday? <laughs> or like, what you teaching this day? So we kind of like trying to play off of each other's lessons so that way we can kind of keep, you know, keep it flowing. But it's just be like, dude, I, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, it's so complicated when it comes down to it. And like, everything has to happen. Like, you have to play this position in with light of the next position, which may or may mm -hmm. not, right? There's a tree. Right, like you get into this part of the decision-making tree. Now you got to reorient the tree. You know what I mean? Like the decision-making changed. You know, like you made this wrong move, so like you've run out of options. Like here you are, you know. And all this stuff just right. happens fast. Like it's hard fast. to explain. it's hard to explain like what. And then of course, like when people watch jujitsu, it's like just look like two people laying on each other. Like what? Why did the fight end? You know, like if he was in Ezekiel, you know what I mean? You can't see that or whatever. Um, right. Yeah, it's really. Yeah. So teaching that is tough. That's that's like, um, I don't really know how to put that into words. You know what I mean? Like this immediacy of, I guess it's like just being very present or like being very mindful, and then also being yeah very you yeah because you you kind of you kind of have to look at techniques like in a whole different light when it comes to teaching. Yeah. Because if you know if I if I walk into a room and I want to teach someone how to do a triangle for example yeah you know i can say oh legs here arms here you know do this do that do this but i have to also be able to explain the reasoning behind every single movement absolutely yeah. because like you know yeah me and you can sit down we can talk about i can say yeah triangle from guard you will automatically know what i mean sure. but if i have people who never seen that yeah, I have to explain, you know, what a guard is, what's open guard versus a closed guard, how to control yeah. the arms, how to use the legs to control the arms. That's Using true. your hips to, you know, it's it's that's how we kind of have to break it down. And like you said, this is stuff that we have to sometimes do on the fly. On the fly. Because you're always going to get that one person like, hey, um, I'm trying that, but it's not working. So it's like, okay, now we got to look at all what's 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 causing this not to work. Oh, your right. partner, your um, training partner is a different size than you, or your legs are shorter than this person. So you got like, all right, guys, let's switch it up a little bit. Let me show you if you get in this situation. So it's like, it's a lot, right? <laughs> I was watching this jujitsu documentary about like one of these Americans who was one of the first jujitsu practitioners who was competing in a tournament. And like his Brazilian instructor had like a really thick Portuguese accent. 
and he kept saying, a juice, a juice, you know? He's like, why is he saying like, why is he talking about juice? He was saying adjust, you know, adjust, yeah. adjust. <laughs> he thought I was talking about juice, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, adjustment, right? Like, it's so important. Oh, you're way bigger than me. Oh, you're way smaller than me. Like, it changes things. But, like, there's also principles that Joe talks about that if you follow them, you it guides you into the correct adjustment. And these are all micro adjustments, right? And that's hard to explain. Like, move your yeah. hips this way, you know? But you move your hips this way. But now you're with this person, so don't do that anymore, right? Yeah. But they have to know. They have to know when and why. And that's hard to explain, especially yeah. if people paying attention <laughs> i know i love it you'd be like you know you, you you demonstrate the technique and you're like all right any questions nobody says nothing everybody sure does you're about that got it all right let's work it then two minutes later like yeah i'm trying to figure out <laughs> like i'm trying to figure out this part here it's like i don't even know what you're doing but you struggle real that's what that means <laughs> it, it's so real right, it's so real i'll show it to you again but it, it, you know, it's, and it's I've I've seen it, man. But you know, I've I've started to really fall in love with teaching, awesome. and it's not for everybody, man. It's a yeah, yeah, and it's a lot of sacrifice. It's a lot of yeah. sacrifice too, because you know you kind of have to take yourself out of it sometimes. Because as bad as you know me being an instructor, as bad as I want to necessarily like you know pull my other. Uh, training partner who's a black belt to the side and work the stuff that we want to work necessarily can't do that because we have to tend to the class. Absolutely. So it's kind of like, okay, do I train for me or do I have to kind of put myself on hold and, you know, teach the class? Yeah, that's a difficult balance to strike. But that's what open mats are for. <laughs> Time to go to battle, right? <laughs> I know, man. I, I look forward to open mats now because it's like, uh-uh, no teaching. No teaching. No, nope. it's time to roll. Demonstration it's time to work. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. But uh, yeah, but like I said, I, I love it, man. Because I started teaching. I was well when I was a blue belt, uh, with kids class. Perfect. And that taught me early how to break techniques down to like really small details, so everyone can like learn it better. Yeah. So you got to talk to kids in a little different way. Actually, it's better. You know teaching kids and adults actually isn't super different. You can layer more concepts with adults, I feel, but like it's, mm -hmm. good. it's real simple for everybody. To real be honest, I kind of, I would kind of rather teach kids class sometimes over adults. Really? Wow. Yeah. How come? Are they better students? I think so. Uh -huh. I think so because, you know, if, if like, if there is something, if there's an issue with a, a technique, you know, you, you kind of can, really really slow it down yeah so whereas you might not even get to the whole entire you know triangle in that one class you might just have to break it up into like two big parts and then break that part down to another part you're not nice. going to keep the one's attention like that in adults class you'd keep my like, attention i can't in class you said what you'd keep my attention in adults class <laughs> I mean, I like moving the hip from side to side for 30 minutes i'm like all right great you know right change. but like some people may want to some people may drill that but some people might not they just want to do the you know do the triangle kind of with, ki with like with kids it's kind of like it make more sense to be like all right we're gonna we're gonna this week we're gonna work on the triangle but today we're gonna work on just your hips nice and then the next class okay we're gonna work on 
properly, you know, securing the arms and whatnot. So they remember they the history by the second class is what you're usually seeing. You're like, oh yeah, right. Yeah, right. like y'all remember what we did in the first class? Are right, we gonna take that and we're gonna add this to that? Kind of like an adventure for the kids, like right, complete, right? It's right. Fun. Cause you, you know, you can't like, you know, trying to overload kids with techniques. Nah, I, I take it simple, man. Kids class, we're doing, like I said, one technique, a class. One technique, a class. That's good. One technique, a class. And try to stretch that out for 45 minutes. Grueling, challenging, but it gets, it gets, it gets the job done. It gets the job do they, done. Do they tend to pay attention in your class? Are they like, uh, or do you have to kind of like, you know, I, I kind of keep it, I try to keep it fun. Um, yeah. You know, kind of keep it fun and entertaining. Uh, one thing that I've, <laughs> I've taken from my uh, instructor is we give the kids like points when they nice. do stuff. So it's like, you know, we'll have the kids and they're like, okay, we'll go over, try, we'll go over whatever technique and somebody will try to do it, but they're kind of lazy about it. They don't want to do it right. They plan around. And then you get that one person that do it. And be like, all right, 10 ninja points. And then be like, oh, what? They got points. And then they want to do the, <laughs> and then they, they want to properly work the technique then. So that's good. Yeah. Manipulation, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bribery manipulation is the key to kids' class. <laughs> Bribery does work. Yeah. It's like cake or ice cream or stickers and stuff. Right. Free snacks, man. It's, 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 <laughs> a, it's, a, it's awesome, man. So it's so hilarious, too. So hilarious to see that, though. But they learn, man. They learn that way. It's somehow yeah. it works. So like, hey, keep, keep moving, man. They'll probably remember how to do that when they're adults, you know, like in the back of their heads. Like, oh, yeah, triangle, hips, you know, arm. Like, that's going to stay there, hopefully. Yeah. Especially when you, you know, because, yeah, like with kids' class, you, you know, another thing you don't have to worry about is you don't have to worry about the, the students rolling in the middle of a lesson. Adults do that. They do do that. Yeah. Because I I know, because we're both guilty of it. Don't act like you've never done it, but. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I know, like, you should be repping something. It's like full blown roll over here in the corner. I'm trying to be a good student. Like, I know the teacher's talking. Let's stop trying to choke each other. (laughs) No, I know you're not supposed to be doing that, but you're rolling anyway. Every single class. Making everyone nervous, you know, like whoa. <laughs> like, what are y'all doing over there? Oh, my bad, man. We got to the technique, and I saw something. I had to take the opportunity to go for it. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. That's funny. Everyone's ready to so, move. Oh, you know, everyone's you always like somehow like being warmed up, even not warmed up, because like you can jump right into a roll if you, it's not good for us, obviously. But everybody remembers how to move somehow. Like that's another thing that sticks to us about training is um yeah like it, it changes the way that you you just move naturally i feel i'm sorry i interrupted you no 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 you're fine you're fine you're fine i mean but that's a that's a you know good observation because i do it i'll just you yeah. know like i'll snake while i'm in bed like i'll be <laughs> like i'll get up out of bed i'll forward snake to get out of bed or oh absolutely I just, yeah just i use that forward move. Snake. You kind of roll up to the elbow. I mean, it's a much easier way to move around, you know? Like, I'm kind of lazy. Tactical stand-up, like, all day. You know, I use that one, like... All day. (laughs) An intelligent way to, like, roll up, you know, from your back. I know, right? 
Yeah. Oh yeah. And this, and this, I got you know another thing I be, I'll tell students about like you know snakes and whatever. And we were trying to like teach the new guys how to do it. I'm like, you know, you look at this as a new language. Yeah. You know, you're 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 teaching your body something that is obviously never seen before. So it's going to be awkward. It's going to be herky jerky and stuff like that. But I promise you, you give yourself a couple months, you're going to be doing all this stuff on your everyday life. Yeah. I promise you. Like snakes, I, man, easily. I'll be getting up. I'll, like I said, that tactical get up. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> elbow snakes, you know, to, to adjust myself. That forest snake to get out of bed, crossover snake to adjust in bed. Like it's just, nice, it's nice. funny, but it's like, it's, it just becomes natural. It's become a natural way of moving now. It's the most efficient way of moving around with your back on the floor. Absolutely. Yeah. Those motions are the most efficient way. And it uses the legs mostly, once again, like mm -hmm. the big muscles in the human body. Like, when was the first time you noticed you did that, like, outside the gym? Gosh, I don't know. That was pretty recent, I guess. Like, maybe a year and a half to two years ago was when it started to kick in, probably. Um, before that, like, I had taken, like, gymnastics and stuff. So I was also familiar with other things. But the snakes themselves, like, from being on my back and then coming up for an elbow, like an elbow snake or whatever, like that kind of mm -hmm. stuff started happening maybe like a year and a half ago, I think. Maybe two years yeah. ago. I think I was like bluish. Yeah, I think I was like a blue belt when I was just laying there and I just got up for some reason and I just forced Nick to the end of the bed and got up. Yeah, yeah. And my wife yeah. was like, Is you, did you just snake out of bed? I just looked back like, I, I guess I did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was like, I'm like I'm. It's it's what we drill so much, man. It's like we. It just naturally happens. Yeah. It's easy to move done, across the floor yeah. that way. Any surface, really. I done back rolled to a combat stand so many times. Oh, I do that like at time. work. <laughs> I'll be work. like oh, on the floor at work, and it's just like whoop, back rolled to a combat stance. Yeah, I'm I like, what are you doing? Time. I'm like, don't worry about it. It looks it looks like you're trying to be a ninja, but really we're just lazy. It's the mm -hmm. easiest way to get there, you know? Like, it looks like a lot, but I promise you, it's It's so, the easiest so thing simple. in the world. Yeah. Just kind of do a crunch, you know? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. So would you, so you've been playing the piano longer than you've been doing jujitsu, right? Oh yeah, way longer. Yeah. Okay. I'm better at piano than jujitsu. Like, have your, since you've been doing jujitsu, have your approach to even learning or doing music has changed before oh, you started doing jujitsu? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, um, well, I guess I've sort of come full circle in a certain way with like my music learnings in this particular department. Kin kinesiologic focus, I suppose you could call this department. Okay. So, uh, when I was younger, I tried to look for power. Uh, in my playing so i tense up right like the classic like raise the shoulders in order to strike watching like an amateur boxer you know they're all tight or whatever mm -hmm. uh, this kind of delivery method into the piano bed and my teachers you know they'd always tell me like you need to relax you know but they wouldn't really explain why they'd be like you need to relax your shoulders relax your shoulders but <clears throat> you know i was also a really small kid so like i'm trying to like play this big piano you know i'm looking for power looking for speed and so, like, I would give, I gave myself like carpal tunnel or like tendonitis, like in my preteen years from doing too much of this uh, forced playing. Um, so, 
like you pay for it with your body when you like force your body to do unnatural motions. So mm-hmm. like, I guess in like, started doing jujitsu in my mid twenties. And this was after I had graduated from, you know, college and stuff. And I, uh, you know, doing jujitsu, I realized like I would I'd try, you know, try to submit my opponent or whatever. Usually I end up getting crushed and then submitted, you know how it goes. And um, I would notice that every time I try to force things, I get injured. I'd injure myself. I hurt my hand or I hurt my shoulder or I hurt my back or my neck or, you know, like, and then mm-hmm. I come back into class and like each time I would get injured, I would be less and less uh, willing to be aggressive about all of this. So like, meanwhile, you know, I have to practice for all these concerts and like I'm teaching. And so like sometimes, um, sometimes I have to, I'd have to play a little hurt, you know? Um, and then, you know, you can't really use much force when you're like a little hurt. Right. So <laughs> I discovered how to just kind of like go, go with things, you know, like to use as little, uh, muscle muscle as possible, you know, as I'm playing piano and through this, I mean, it's never good to get injured obviously, but, um, like I discovered you really don't have to use that much force in order to generate the most amount of power, which is like the mm-hmm. kind of behind tai chi or aikido you know uh and and for jujitsu you know this is kind of stuff that joe is always talking about right so Mm -hmm. these classes while i was a white belt you know like where your opponent wants to go in the bottom position you let them go you know your head to one side his head to the other side you want to use number one two three four five you know like all these things you know i would think about it like in relationship to piano too i was like wow like maybe there's like some kind of crossover what do my teachers say in piano you got to relax you know and so, like, I discovered that the reason that you got to relax is because the music, it moves us, right? Emotion, mm-hmm. emotion, it's moving us. It's moving our, our feelings. And if you're tight, you can't feel feelings. Right? You got to relax. So, you know, with all of this, the same with jujitsu. You know, if you're tight, oh, my God, I have to, like, stiff arm this guy. And, like, like I'm not going to be able to anticipate uh, my opponent's next motion. It's like, oh, he's going to go that way. Arm bar, you know, if you're if you're loose, then you can like sense these things a lot better. And you know this, you know, I'm just preaching to the choir. So now when I'm playing piano, I just try to want to get injured a lot less because I try to be a lot more loose in my jujitsu. Um, I'm not using grips, like I'm using my legs a lot, you know, I stretch a lot. I'm big, big fan of that. So when I play piano, I try not to use any kind of force or power. I just kind of like lean into things, you know, and and the classic piano thing is just leaning in and out, right? Like this thing. Mm-hmm. That's because they're loose. They're delivering power into the keyboard. And it just kind of flows. It's like a good, uh, I don't know, like a good one-two, right? It's not tight. It kind of whips out, right? You rotate yeah. the whole body. It comes from the legs. So, like, if I'm playing a big piano chord, you know, I'm not, it's not coming from my hands. Like, I'm using my core. I'm doing a crunch into the piano. One, mm-hmm. two, three, four, the crunch routine classic so that's what i'm doing you know <laughs> gravity because like when we play piano we're going down and like everything goes down that's why we use the ground that's why we do jujitsu gravity mm-hmm. so so like if i'm playing my top game i don't have to be tight right like joe say like don't smash like keep, just keep your knees tight just keep your knees tight you're good for piano it's like you don't have to force you know everything's going down so you just relax you want more power relax more you know you want to go faster relax more it's like it's mind-blowing you know like there's a lot of corollaries between uh, this particular martial art, well, a lot of different disciplines, but these are the two that I've decided to to follow for a couple of years. So these are the corollaries that I'm drawing. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't exactly pinpoint when like jujitsu has like just absorbed everything in philosophy in my life, yeah. but it happened. 
And just like you said, it's like <clears throat> when you when you're taking on other things that's not related to like martial art, it's always something in the back of your mind that you pull from that yeah. makes you think like, man, this is okay. How can I apply this type of mindset to everything else? Absolutely. And once you figure it out, you're just like, oh man, this is gold right here. Yeah, because it, it works in a lot of different situations for a lot of different yeah. problems, for a lot of different. I mean, there's so many things that Joe has said that I apply to my thinking processes for basic problem solving, like through my life. Like Joe would always say, like, you need a plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, right? Because plan A very rarely works. That's why we have those chains. Right. Americana, you know, straight arm bar. Kimura, roll up to the leg, Kimura, armbar. You know, like we have to, that's A, B, C, D, E. And then all the stuff in between, obviously. Right. So, right. I mean, I think about my life that way too, or like performance situations for music. Like if I'm playing, I have to play the sixth Brandenburg concerti in a week, you know, over in Kentucky. So I'm trying to, what I have to do is like identify all the spots that are liable to go awry and mark all of those. Right. And then I have, I need mm -hmm. contingency plans. Or if these points falter, um, I wouldn't think about that necessarily in the past, you know, um, but right. this kind of thing has saved, has covered my bottom in many situations since <laughs> I've started applying it. That's dope, man. That's dope. Jiu-Jitsu is, man, Jiu-Jitsu is funny that way, man. It is. But like you it said, is. it's one of those, it's like one of those things, man, it's like you, it's like you didn't think about it, you know, at first, but now you're like, man, I'm so happy I did. I know, right? It makes things a little easier. Just a little yeah. smoother. Just just a little bit, just a little bit. Still got to put the work in, but just just a little bit smoother. Yeah, like sometimes that's enough <clears throat> because like sometimes some people don't even want to put the work in, right? Then, mm -hmm. of course, like it's a little disappointing. It's like those people can't be my teammates for this particular campaign. Uh, but it's good to, to learn that too, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The it's man. I, that's that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother conversation. Oh, right yeah, there. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah, you're still have to cross the mats, you know. Yeah. Got to, man. Got to. Got to. All right, Sebastian, man. So uh, we got a staple here at Talk Your Jits podcast, man. We ask everybody to come on the show uh past or present man three people you would love to get a chance to roll with me yeah Shoot. um that's a tough one that's a tough one i would love to roll against well i'd love to roll against helio gracie for sure mm -hmm. um, who else would i love to roll against Probably like uh, like George St. Pierre. I think he'd be a good rolling partner. Yeah. Uh, oh, George Rush. Yeah. And I would love to roll against like somebody like um, Sanchai or like Brokaw Benchame because they have such a good stand-up. Like they probably mm -hmm. are cross-trained and like it would just be interesting to see how their kinesiology works because they're so like refined, you know, as, as martial artists. Those are probably the three. Yeah. Nice solid list, man. Nice solid list. 
Yeah. And one more thing, man. We got like a little little rapid fire question there for you, man. Not too, don't, you know, don't think too much on it. Just a little this all or right. that uh, questions. So yeah. I'm just going to ask you a couple to see where your mind's at. All right. You ready? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, double leg takedown or single leg takedowns? Double leg. Uh, Ezekiel choke or Darce choke? Ezekiel. Uh, loop choke or paper cutter choke? Um, I'll take the loop choke. Gi or no gi? Gi. Really? Yeah, I don't train no gi. Gotcha. Uh, fundamental classes or advanced classes? Fundamentals classes. Always fundamental classes. Yeah. Uh, butterfly sweep or scissor sweep? Scissor sweep. I like the scissor sweep too. Yeah. Um, let's see. Wrist lock or toe holds? <laughs> Neither, gross, dude. <laughs> All right, okay. All right, hang on. Uh, wrist lock, wrist lock. Oh uh, yeah, do it. They're they're both disgusting. <laughs> they're bad subs. You can crank those, man. Oh god. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, inverted guard or traditional guard? Traditional guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kimura grip or guillotine grip? Mm, Kimura, Kimura grip. I like the Kimura. I, I, I like the, I like, I like guillotine grip. I've been playing it a lot too. I have trouble locking that one down. Something's not quite right about my entrance and my second arm. Any tips? Yeah, I'm, I'm still. It's, it's something I fairly started working recently, so it's, a, it's still kind of. Kind of rough, kind of kind nice. of scratchy. All right. Well, we'll keep each other updated on. on yeah. Part. Yeah. <laughs> All right. One more. Um, wow. I just had it. Uh, triangle from guard or triangle from mount? Triangle from mount. Ah, Gravity's on my side. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, sir. Good job. Hey, bro. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right man if you got any questions for me man fire away if not you know if you you know you want to announce what you got upcoming you know with your with your music with uh jujitsu whatever you know yeah. shout out your school man the floor is all yours oh, i got some questions for you man how'd you start training <clears throat> i kind of stumbled upon it um okay. i was working at this mall and this guy i met at the gnc that worked at the same mall um, he was nursing an injury and I asked him about it. And he's yeah. like, yo, man, I changed jujitsu and blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then we started talking about it and he invited me to the school and I never looked back. Oh, you got hooked. They hooked you. I got hooked. Oh, yeah, yeah we did a, we did a, um, I went to an open mat at one of the, one of our affiliate schools and got dusted. And it oh, was yeah? like, I gotta, I gotta figure this out. <laughs> I was like, I gotta figure this out, man. And just been here i've been stuck ever since man nice man do you train a combination of gi and no gi yeah yeah mm, good yeah i've been i've been more no gi for a while but i'm starting to miss gi oh so, how come i know because it's like i that's what i've been training for so long and you know i i like the the speed of no gi i like the the technical yeah, that's I mean, the speed of no gi and i'm a small <clears> guy i'm supposed to be fast but I don't like moving fast, Lamar. I don't like it. I like moving slow. 
So like these Nogi guys, like I'm wa- I was walking about my tournament. I'm like, you know, the dog that's like really has like a lot of consternation. You know, like, <laughs> like there's nothing to grab onto. I would be I would be desperately grabbing on to heads and arms and stuff. Like, yeah, that, and but I, I think that's the like the intensity of an, a no gi is is what I love. But yeah, that's I've been missing art. I've been missing uh, doing gi. So I've been trying to like flip flop back and forth. So and what are you uh, appreciating right right now? Like, what's your flavor of the month right now? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's I, I think it got to be ghee because like I said I haven't necessarily trained it a lot as recently because at the one school that we're at uh, that I'm teaching at, that um I I had teach at is just yeah. strictly no ghee now because we all you know we're just starting no one has bought ghee and stuff yet so it's just oh, no ghee cool. all right and then at our other spot um we have no ghee on Wednesdays and then we yeah. have open mats on Sundays which we all wrote no ghee so right. it's like we don't. You know, we don't get too many gi days, but so it's kind of like one of those, like, man, oh, I miss you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel for you, man. I mean, it might be a little, I don't know for the street whether like no gi or gi would be more practical. I guess like during the wintertime, gi training might be more practical because of the- Depending on the season. Yeah. Depending on the season. Like yeah. if you're on like the beach, like who wants to fight on the beach though? Come on. Like these surfers get all aggro sometimes. I'm like, dude, you like, you're surfing. Like, why are you, you know what I mean? Like. It would probably be in the wintertime, you know? Right. Just off in Detroit while it's cold and stuff. <laughs> Last time I was in Detroit was like, I don't know, eight to ten years ago, I think. Oof. Gotta come back, man. Yeah, I, I would be down. If my piece gets played yeah. there, you know, by the symphony, that's a good excuse. And we're in we're yeah, from let, downtown. Let me know. We're in downtown, you what? like where from downtown are you? Are you like south or like in terms of the cardinal directions? Um, I'm actually not far from downtown, really. Um, okay. I'm probably like, I don't know, like maybe like 15 minutes from the Fox. Oh, that's easy. That's like the yeah. theater, right? Music. Yeah, the theater. Di- yeah, you might as well say like the theater district of Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm literally. I can literally stand on my. I can stand on the corner and see downtown, like where I'm at. Nice. Yeah, that's not a tough. Too, town. Not too far. You guys got a lot of pride over there. It's good. Got, got to man. Got to. Got to I love it. <laughs> yeah, if I if I get played over, there, I'll hit you up, man. I'll hit you up. Definitely, man. You know, get get a couple rolls in. Couple oh, light no. rolls. I don't want you to get hurt. I don't want you to get hurt before you because uh, uh, gotta play. <laughs> like, I don't want to be the reason why the concert can't go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm always like, what am I doing here? You know what I mean? But like, I'm going like, back like, tonight. You know what I mean? And each time I go, I feel like I get a little better. You know, I feel like yeah. just a little better. And um, yeah. yeah, people do talk to me like you know fellow classical musicians, they all think I am crazy, bro. Yeah. And like, they all think I'm nuts, dude. And for good reason. Like, they're like, yeah, like, they're all they're telling me, like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? And I, I don't really, I don't know. I just appreciate the art too much. You know what I mean? Like, maybe mm-hmm. if like I hadn't started, um, then I wouldn't have to keep going. But, like, right. um, you know, like, jujitsu is one of those rare things where you can actually test out what you're about to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I can adopt a new doctrine 
from class. Like, okay, I'm going to adopt like the, <laughs> I don't know, the arm drag doctrine or something. And we can try it out on resisting opponents. They really don't want to give it to me, man. No way. Like, I don't want to give it to them. Like, this is real stuff. So um, we can actually check. We can verify um, our principles. Yeah. If it works, it's true. If it doesn't work, it might maybe you're doing it wrong or maybe your your premise is flawed, you know? And, like, that's that's a really crystalline beauty about this particular thing. It's, it's cool, man. Have you lived it's in Detroit cool. uh, your whole life? Yep. I've been here my whole life. Born and bred, baby. Cool. Yeah, born and bred in Detroit, man. Yeah. Yeah. Badass. All right, man. Was there was there anything else? Um, what are your goals for uh, continuing to train? You got your black belt already, right? Yeah, I just got my black belt um earlier. Really? Like, yeah. Uh it's been a month now. Almost. That is a huge accomplishment. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now a professor. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, as of right now, man, my main goal is to finally learn jujitsu. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to do too. I like yeah. you know where, where I can learn jujitsu, you know? It's gonna be good. Yeah, like I can I can I can finally learn jujitsu. I've gotten that question, like, oh man, you know, what's next after Black Belt? I'm like, uh, I learn. <laughs> <laughs> I learn what jujitsu is now. Like, so I've been trying to you know, develop a lot of stuff, you know, myself in within myself for jujitsu, um, really developing like a game plan for myself and, you know, really trying to figure out what works, what not work, uh, depending on the size of the, in my opponent. Um, so yeah, man, it's a lot of, it's like, it's like starting over, man. It's like you get your black belt, you feel like a newly minted white belt again. So it's fun. Where are you going to start with your analyses? Or your re um, reanalyses. <clears throat> you say where do I start? Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, dude, I just been rolling. Um, rolling. I've been yeah. just rolling a lot more, and just kind of like you know, just more so, just ob- like observing everything within myself more than I, I have ever been. Because usually wow. I just roll just to be rolling, but now I'm kind of seeing like, okay, what are my what are exactly are my problem areas? And yeah. then I'll usually play from there. Like I try to play from my problem areas. So cool. it's been it's been brutal, but uh, it's been all right. It's been fun. What are some of those? What's like one area that you've been working on that you've considered to be like something that you need work on or need to revise? Um, I've been playing a lot of bottom bottom half. Oh my gosh! Why did I think of that? Why did I know you? <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. I but I love bottom half, man. And I, I've been so I've been really, really playing bottom half a lot. Um and that's just, amazing that you're adopting that as your as your focal point. Like how unusual yeah. and like kind of beautiful, you know, that like you're doing that. Because that's that's kind of where I usually get stuck at a lot. Like I can I can handle you know, uh side can you know by being in bottom side. Uh-huh. Um it's just usually like when people that I'm like, especially now, um, a couple of the students that I have are wrestlers. So they're, boom, oh, they're, no. they're, they're moving, moving, moving. So I was like, okay, I can't, I have to slow them down. So like, you know, boom, if I can get them stuck in half, I'm, I can kind of play a little bit. So this is a it's fun kind game. of been, kind of been where I'm at, man. Oh man. Yeah. 
yeah the black belts over at my gym are like so good at this guard dude it's amazing yeah it's 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 so it's like it's so versatile in in a weird way because it's like i can work a lot of stuff i will work from guard i can work a lot of stuff i will work from like you know bottom side i'm kind of like right there in that happy middle and this i can easily take your back and nice you know if i want you know if i if i can i can switch it to a butterfly switch to back to guard retention uh-huh, uh-huh. It's, it's a lot it's a lot verse it's a really versatile that position it's like i'm really trying to like understand it a lot so man i would love to pull off the back take from half tonight There's so many things i want to try you know do it record it and send it to me <laughs> no one's recording we're all busy trying to beat each other up dude you know, we need like a cinematographer who had that like Puff Daddy had somebody follow him around, right? You paid someone. Oh yeah, you know what he did. I and I, you know, it's as weird as that may sound. I was like, yeah, I need to find somebody who could just sit back and just record this stuff. It would not be a bad idea, you know, because like a lot of cool stuff happens on the mats that I've seen that other people have done to me. You know, sometimes I pull something cool, like, and it's not recorded, dude. For the most part, you know. Yes, like, it always cool. happens that way. It's so sick. Like, <laughs> I just, dude, like I love it. Like when I'm not rolling, like if I'm taking a break, I'm like looking around. Like this is better than television. You know what I mean? Like it's sick. I gotta pull off. I like. I got this. I I got this one crazy back take. I don't even know how I got it. Yeah. And once the round was over, I just stood up. I was like, Fuck, where was the camera? Who was watching? Like, did somebody record? Like, everyone's just like off in their own world. I'm like, damn it. They're all on their phones or something. <laughs> like, I hate all of you. Why would y'all not pay attention? I just did something cool. What right. was it? What was the back take? Like, what position did it come from? It was from bottom, it was from bottom side. Um, it was from uh, bottom half. Good job. And man. I think it was just like a it was like a arm drag. Yeah, it was okay. a. I, I hit an arm drag, and yeah. I guess when they when they were swinging back over, I like recaptured the arm and just kind of like did like a half butterfly. It was so weird because I wasn't trying to like set it up. Uh-huh. I just felt it. I was just like, oh, here, cool, butterfly swoop. So, so do you flip him around like one eighty? As yeah, you it was like- a quick. It was a quick little bloop. <laughs> cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Like I said, I, I don't That's know how I did it, but do it, please. Please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So funny. So funny. Yeah, man. Good talking to you, brother. Good talking oh, to, you, man. to you, bro. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, once again, it's a pleasure to talk about jujitsu. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to visit you sometime. That'll be good, man. When, they, when work drags me out to Detroit again. Man, please let me know, bro. Let, let me know, man. We definitely welcome you with open arms. If we even if it's a day that our school not open, we'll we'll find some mats to work. Heck yeah. I would love that, man. Yes, definitely. All right, man. That's the end of today's episode. I would like to thank Sebastian again for coming on and blessing us with this jujitsu knowledge. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, please go and follow our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to stay updated on all future episodes. This has been Talk Your Jits Podcast. Keep rolling, keep grinding, and remember, long live jujitsu. Have a great day.